Hello and welcome to the Censoring Office podcast. I'm Loz and today I'm joined by Ella and her mum, Wendy. Hello. Hello. Thanks so much for joining us. How are you today? Very good, thank you. So today we're going to talk about Tourette syndrome. So the first question I want to ask you so that I know and I'm prepared is how should somebody react when somebody's ticking? Um, however you want to react, but just make sure it's not rude. Okay, so have, have you had experience of people being rude? Yes. Yes, we have had people be rude. We had somebody say to me, um, just be nice. Yeah, it's just, just being kind, really. Yeah, I think people can react however they would naturally react. So long as it's, because if you're a nice person, it wouldn't be bad. Yeah. I think that's it. My, my grandma always said to me, if you've got nothing nice to say, don't say anything at all. Give your grandma that kind of message. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. I had someone say to me, you're a cunt. Let's dream on. Uh, could you get your daughter to stop doing that? Oh. And, well, uh, no, but to have a fucking disorder. And uh, that, that was very difficult. Yeah. My dog is anxious and you need to get her to stop doing that. You know, it's difficult, you know. Yeah, but I suppose she could have, she could have removed her dog from the situation. So, should we just get started by? Can you tell us what Tourette's syndrome is? Tourette's is a neurological disorder, and it causes ticks. Fuck off, bitches! And ticks are involuntary movements themselves, basically. Oh. There's motor ticks and vocal ticks, and to have Tourette's, you have both of those. And how old were you when you got diagnosed with Tourette's? 15. And are you 15 now? Yes. So that's quite recent then? Yeah. And that's it. Good one, good one. You're up to date. If you didn't get done, I'm jumping to last month. But there were signs of ticking when she was younger. We didn't know were were actual ticks. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Ticks. Yes. <laughs> so what what are your main tics, Ella? Do you have certain ones that you do all the time? It's kind of hard because I have a lot of main ones. Um, whistling. Just like random things which I wouldn't know how to name. Yeah, because I know you said as well that if somebody does something, you you your tics can copy that. Yeah, and that's called echolalia. You also have the coprolalia. Yeah, I think lots of people think that coprolalia, that's the only, that's the only way you know that somebody has Tourette's, but it's actually not not that common for people to have coprolalia, is it? No, so, only 15 to 20 percent of people have Tourette's have coprolalia. So, are you able to manage or suppress your tics at all? Um, I can sort of suppress my tics sometimes, but it's really hard. And it depends on how strong my ticks are. Because I was reading about it and it said that a tick is like a sneeze. So it's like stopping yourself sneezing. Yeah, it feels like a sneeze or like having sugar on your lips and not looking at your camera donut. Oh, that's a brilliant way to describe it. Mm-hmm. Or like an itch which you can't scratch. So if you do manage to suppress one, once you actually get that tick out, does it feel really good? Yeah, it feels really good. We were sitting in a cafe yesterday and uh, she was uh, she was really quiet, her tics were quiet, 
and then Kido was thinking suppressing, 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 and then all of a sudden shouted out. So is that the same with like stress and excitement and lots of other things? Because I, I know I was reading about if you get stressed or anxious, it can make your tics worse. When I'm anxious, for some reason my tics stop. I don't really know why I'm not stopped now. Yeah. What if you're tired? If you're tired, does that make your tics worse? If I haven't slept much, it could make them worse, but it also could make them better because when I'm tired, they might stop. So I had a theory once that I may as well be always tired, so then I don't sleep We've had lots of these well, different things where you describe different ideas Mom, in the eyes, with the idea that so it will stop her tears. Yeah, does that include being able to stay up later? Because <laughs> you don't go to school, is that right? Yeah. And is that because of your neurodiversity? Because I know you're autistic and ADHD. Yeah. If I just answer you, I don't. Uh, yeah, <laughs> she doesn't go to school. She was just worried she asked a question mark at school. I didn't have one took them. Well, do you know what? My eldest hasn't took theirs and my youngest hasn't took his. And I didn't do many. And, you know, there's other things you can do in life. Because school school isn't for everybody. It's not. You might want to commit suicide if you live <laughs> No, school was, was very difficult. Uh, when, when she started ticking, um, it was incredibly difficult for her. So was it because of the ticks that you, you came out of school? Yeah, basically. Yeah. Well, I think I would have anyway. Why? My choice, but that wasn't my choice. No, it wasn't Ella's choice that she had to leave school. We've had experience with that as well and I know a lot of people listening have had experience with that. They made their tics uh, worse by um, focusing on them too much. And I had to go to my own room with no one else there, no other students. For some weird reason, and no one could come near me. They did social distancing. They said that no, that oh, she was only well, a teacher in there anyway, and they had to Yeah, I think it's it's a shame that schools can't can't understand these things. I think all they did was um, make Ella focus on her ticks more. She was trying to stop ticking, hey, and what it did was with like you know with the suppressing, it made her tick a lot more and the more inappropriate ticks and yeah. um, it just it just escalated back in, back in. so i imagine it's a bit like stimming if you stop someone stimming and they keep it all in then they just explode later ah, right. and there's, there's people there was a, a lack of understanding stim, 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 stim. about what threats actually Mom, was stimming, yeah stimming, stimming. I'm stimming. there was a suggestion that she was thinking the things that she was saying oh, my God. oh. If I said something, they'd then sit me down so I have to have a conversation with them. Even though it's actually not my fault. So they yeah, so they were making a big deal about and obviously she's got cochlearia. Yeah. Um some of the things she was saying weren't very nice. <laughs> and then, and um they 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 were taking it all a bit too seriously. But Mum, do you ever stop talking? It wasn't very nice, but in the end, they said that Ella was too much of a risk to be in school at all. Why is it so risky? Because 
Well, I came home and it didn't happen. No, no, nothing happened at home because we knew what it did. Yeah, because your your mum understands you, doesn't she? Right, that's it, absolutely. Because that's mental health. Yeah. So then she spent about three months pretty much inside her bedroom because she thought she was perfect. That's the thing that when they put words into your mouth. Kids take these things and they think that's what it is. I know we've had that experience as well. So it's been a really tough time. Um, but I think we're finally seeing a light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, basically, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're recovering. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. so, so how does Tourette's affect you now that you're out of school? Um... It kind of just... Are you a bit more chilled because you don't have that sort of pressure? Yeah. And I just can get on with it. You do? I don't know. I just... Yeah. It's not like a match. She's an angel. She's not a good angel. I wanted to like Not at all. Oh. And actually, she'll take away. It's almost become a bit like background noise. You don't really hear it anymore, and you know it's a bit. Yeah, so you're you're really used to it now. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and just live rather than survive. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I watched the video that you two did together, and I thought that was lovely. I just loved the relationship that you two have together. Uh, but when do you said that Ella's ticks affect her the most when she's leaving the house? Generally, I mean, we're having a bit, as you can tell, we're having a bit of a, a bit of a more, more of a tick phase now. Um, but yeah, um, I think the tick that is definitely definitely tick more when you leave the house, don't you? Would you say? No, you don't think so. No, but it's just that people are rude, people don't understand, and maybe that makes no, it doesn't make me more ticky because now I don't tick much when I leave the house because I have does it make you more anxious though because you're expecting people to react like that? Probably. Because people stare at me. How do you react when people stare? Bitch. Yeah, they're magic stare. Right. So Lella's autistic and finds communications and sort of social interactions difficult. <laughs> well, she I found them difficult. You haven't, have you? Uh, she's one of my best I told you you'd be great. <laughs> um, so she, so previous to ticks, you know, she found leaving the house hard anyway. So this is just an added. <laughs> Before I had to someone just looked to my direction. You didn't like that? No, she so now and then it's shop. Everyone turns around and I'm like, I'm not like, right, look away. The problem is, it's almost like a ticks know you. So Ziggy is your assistance dog. Did you get Ziggy because of the Tourette's or because of uh, being autistic? Everything. Everything. Yeah. Because of 
I didn't come out going out before, then I got to actually didn't go out at all. So it was always a trouble. It was always, it's always a challenge to get Ella to, to leave the house. Challenge. Challenge number one. Uh, leave the house. Challenge number two. Leave the house again. But, but with the onset of the Tourette's, the things were right really next to me. It became, well, it was impossible. It, you know, it was, it was really tricky. And so Ziggy's really helping with that because I know I've tried to Ella on Instagram and yesterday you were going out to the, the shopping centre. Yeah, it was the first time I've been in. And how did that go? Well, I did it. I didn't really like it. And you did it? Yeah. Well, I did like it. Yeah, because shopping centres are loud and like really sensory places. But I suppose it's important that you've done it for Ziggy's training. I like, I liked it because Ziggy liked it because like he was tame. He was like Oh, bless him. So I, I just do it for Ziggy. We did it with the trainer, didn't we? So uh, he did. He, he got a lot of his um, training in in the shopping centre, which was really good. So how long will it take for him to be completely trained? Six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Blast off! <laughs> and how long will it take to do this one? Oh, I think it's like one or two or three months. They said um, it, it depends how much training you're doing. It would depend on the individual dog and the individual team. Absolutely, and you are amazing. So Elle is actually excelling at teaching so training. The game is excelling. Yeah. So you have a good team. Oh, I've got an amazing team. It should, they said it should take up to three years, but I think it should be quicker. Yeah. He's doing amazing. And the fact that he's um, with us, he's been with us since eight weeks old, mm. the bond is just amazing. Oh, I bet he was so cute when he was that little. <laughs> He's stupid. I've seen pictures of him, he is cute. And he is the one person who will never judge. Oh, one, well, not personally, but he'll never judge you. Living um, creature. Living creature. Yeah, he loves you unconditionally. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And also, when people stare at me when they have Ziggy, it doesn't bother me as much. Because I don't find myself terrible. Yeah, I I was just going to ask, do you think that because you've got Ziggy, when people hear you tick, they see Ziggy and think, well, actually, obviously, you've got Tourette's or there's obviously something, whereas when you didn't have Ziggy, they might not understand it as much? Yeah, they actually do. I don't know. No, absolutely. That is definitely the case, isn't it? Yeah, because they don't know what a sunburn line I've been to, and they might be a long-sighted or short-sighted or something, so they might not be able to read the thing. Oh, yeah, so she wears a sunburn line, yeah, but they're, you know, the other thing. Yeah. You would know that someone has used to be. And also, if they didn't know, I still feel better because I know that Ziggy's like there. Yeah, he's there to help and support you. And they blame you. Not that you make me feel alone. Just, I don't know, you're a dog. <laughs> <laughs> he has, um, he has changed. Yeah, he has. He has changed his life. Oh, that's incredible. I've heard that from lots of people who have got assistance dogs. <laughs> you follow Purple, Purple Ella and Coco? Yeah. Yeah, I love Purple Ella. Purple Ella. Purple Ella. You've got some of Purple Ella merchandise on the game. Yeah, and obviously, yeah, and obviously you've got names Ella as well. I've just got Purple Ella. People think we've just personalised it. It's the most obvious junction of the whole world. Is it? 
I need to get one. I used to be Purple Ella's got um like a a paid for group on YouTube. Uh, it's through YouTube, but it's on Discord. It's called the Purple People. And I used to be a member of the Purple People, but I got overwhelmed with Discord, so I couldn't carry on with it. But it was a lovely group. Oh, they're good, aren't they? <laughs> I've met Purple Ella once at the autism show. That was many years ago. Um, so the I think it's been on at Manchester and London and it's actually on at Birmingham today and tomorrow normally we go to the Birmingham one but <laughs> yeah next year I'd love to go to all of them so if you were going and you went to London I'll definitely try and come down there and meet you <laughs> oh, my dog's barking now. <laughs> oh, did you hear her a minute ago? <laughs> Mine's been... I had to put her outside. Normally she sleeps in the bed next to me while I'm working, but I've had to put her out the door because she's in a really barky mood. Oh, he's got a lovely terrier, and I've had to put him in the hallway because he's... Uh, a fucking terrier. Yes, Rox Roxy is a terrier as well. Right. I mean, is he just like really placid? Has he ever stolen your chewy gems? No. No. <laughs> he's not stealing this. Oh, yes, she's got you. She's got one there, like that. I should send you a hexy chew for him because my dog loves the hexy chews. <gasps> I'll send I'll send you one and then you'll have to send me a picture of him with it. Ziggy says fucking <laughs> But yeah, if if um if you go to the autism show next year, I will definitely try my best to get there and meet you and Ziggy. That would be awesome. Um I don't know when it is for next year, but I'll send you a message once I find out. Um, I think it's been less busy this year because it's not been on now for it's three years since I went last time because of COVID. So I imagine it's probably been a bit less busy, but I'm not sure and about next year. I've definitely met a couple while I've been there. It's awesome because you get to meet people that are just like you. That's what that's what I found the best. Just meeting people just like me. <laughs> so, what advice would you give to other children and parents of children that have Tourette syndrome? Because obviously, you've got a great bond, and you're obviously a brilliant parent. <laughs> you did. You did. What's your advice? My advice for parents for children with Tourette's is to try and set an example to them by not letting other people's judgments get to you and teach your child that it's okay to tick. I love that. That's brilliant. Everyone's Tourette's is different, so learn about their Tourette's and what helps them and intrigues. But most importantly, make sure they're like confident and comfortable to tick and be who they are. Oh, I love that. It's, it's 
it's yeah that's the that's such good advice and i hope there's parents listening to this and they take that advice on board and uh, we found an amazing charity today. Oh yeah, and there's a charity called Terrest Action, which might be able to help you. That's through the parents' funds, really. Yeah, and also and schools. I was going to say, and also teachers as well. They uh, they educate uh, schools. That's good because I know, like a lot of the time, I'm always interested in getting autism training into schools, and I kind of like because I've never learned about Tourette's before. It's really important that there's Tourette's training in schools, especially after what you've said about Ella's experience. Yes, definitely. It is so important. I think that would be the biggest thing, is really. Um, yeah, don't you think, Ella? And my advice for children and teenagers, or people with Tourette's, is to know you're not alone, and that there's like a big community behind you. If, if like, no one else does understand, or even if they do. And... There are people there, aren't there? Yeah. You yeah. understand and that you can communicate with. And this quote, which kind of helps me remember, is the people who mind don't matter and the people who matter don't mind. So the people who mind but the ticks, they don't matter. And if they matter, they won't mind. Oh, yeah, that's that's an awesome quote. That's the end of my advice. So, so have you met other people with Tourette's through online support groups and things? My best friend has Tourette's. And like me, like mine, bitches come and they are just hilarious. I can imagine. The whole kitchen is like, I don't know how you describe it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we try, I just, I don't want her to miss out on experiences. Yeah. And have fun. So, I let her cook and bake. I let her cook and bake. I think she's more thing to say. And yeah. Yeah, I've actually, I've been looking on your Instagram at your highlights and I saw you had a baking highlight. Yeah. So you enjoy baking? Kind of. Well, yeah. Just have to be in the mood for being messy. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. It's a sensory issue, isn't it? Yeah. Kind of like some sensory issues is a bit messed up because ticks feel really weird too. Right. And, yeah, but it's okay. No, you know you you're doing great. Ella. <laughs> you are. You're doing absolutely fantastic. She's got a lot of things going against her at the minute, and Aww. she's doing amazing. I think you're doing amazing, and I'm really loving following what you're doing online. Aww. So, what do you wish that people understood more about Tourette's? That we're not fucking cunts. We have a fucking disability, bitches. <laughs> A few things I wish people knew were that we don't take what we think, like what we think, like ever, even if it seems like we do. There's observational ticks, and they're not what we think. It might be a coincidence that we do, but it's like actually what we're thinking. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that makes sense. And not everyone with direct swears, and when we like. Those of us who do swear, it's still a lot more than just swearing. Yeah. It's not a swearing disease. And we don't tick 24-7, and everyone's Tourette's is completely unique, like a fingerprint. And also, we're human beings like everyone else. So if you see past our ticks, we're just like people. <laughs> people! Yeah. I'm not a people person, man. You can fuck off. <laughs> so...
that's the end. Well, that's really good, and that, that... that's the end of my assignment. <laughs> well, you get an A star. <laughs> I was there typing. <laughs> So, um, a question, I didn't put this on the list of questions that I was going to ask, but Wendy, for you, how do you feel when people stare at Ella? Wendy? Uh, I, I find it really hard, actually, um, because it is a I know, now I like when they're speaking. These are just tips. Yeah. I know people will judge, and I just want to say, you know, this is just Tourette's, it's not, you know, uh, but what I do do is I smile and I just say, she just has to, she does like to Yeah. Um, Wendy is a and I, and I have to do it a lot. And it, it is frustrating. Yeah. Um, but I'd rather do that and be out getting out and about with Ella. Dad, I did it! I did it, Dad! Oh, <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, th- I, th- I just think it's great how supportive you are. And like when I watched the video of you two together, you just you bounce off each other. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're spending a lot of time together, aren't we, Yeah. <laughs> so have you, had, have you had to give up work or anything? Yeah, January this year, uh, when it became clear that Ella was going to be unable to continue schooling, yeah. I had to quit my Okay. I just to care for Ella, um, yeah, home for her. Yeah. Uh, so that's, yeah, that's what happened. Looking home a bit today. <laughs> so, is there anything else you want to tell us, Ella? Chewing can really help your ticks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just using it. <laughs> yeah. um, because it could help biting ticks. Because when you chew it, you can kind of learn to redirect your ticks. Yeah, so if you chew it stops you ticking. Kind of temporarily. Just imagine like a baby and the baby's Tourette's and the baby's crying and you give it a dog and it kind of shuts it up for a moment. Uh, <laughs> no, that's really good. It, yeah. Well, it, it helps, it doesn't, it helps, it seems, it's like, 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 with Tourette's and I, I've never really thought about how it can help. I just always knew that it did. Yeah, it does. A lot. Because it actually, like, you wouldn't think a piece of jewelry could help something like tits, but it actually does. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we're always on the lookout for things that help, aren't we? So do other sensory toys and sensory aids help as well? Yeah, sensory toys also help. But, like, jewelry helps my vocal yeah. Visit toys don't really help my vocal ticks, they just help keep my hands busy, which might help some vocal ticks. Yeah. 
doing anything, focusing on anything can sort of help project my tips anyway. For musicians, so when she played music. Ah. What do you play? Violin and piano, but I kind of stopped. I'm not really a musician anymore. Well. Ha! <laughs> Maybe. So if you were playing the piano, you, that would kind of, you'd be focused on that? Yeah, like I might still tick, I might like whistle or tick. When I play piano, sometimes I stop in between. And when I see the song, I tick something in the song, like there are lyrics, but still they're better than the lyrics. Yeah. And sometimes they whistle. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good to know because I was going to do a blog on famous people with Tourette's next. So I'll write Billie Eilish down. <laughs> Thank you so much for, for agreeing to, to talk to me today. It's been really nice. I've been really looking forward to it. <laughs> no, I know me and Ella have been chatting on Instagram and it's just, I know that you, you were nervous, but you've done so well. So yeah, so thank you for, for giving up some of your time to help other people understand. Oh, bless. Thank you very much.